Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com. Used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. And again, that's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. If you go into a trailer park, and let's just say there's 30 houses, uh, 15 of them have an, have a woman in them that has a Jack Skellington tattoo somewhere on her person. And I have never and will never understand the obsession with him as some type of like romantic figure. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How we doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those air horns came waiting back for right when I horns. wanted to it. Stop yeah. waiting. I'm never going to stop waiting. I was ready. Air horns They're my are favorite not. part of the Thank intro. you, Brian. Thank you, Brian, for just being ready instead of waiting for the cue <laughs> to be ready. Hey, I got to yeah, get ready. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. How's everybody more, doing? More sound effects on the way next week, everybody. Just Ooh, more. I, more. I love right. it. I love it. Really Doug, excited. how are you doing? Tell us how you're doing, man. Yeah, let's start with Thank you. Thank you, Brian. You first, know what? First heat. All right. All right. I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Um, I had a great day. Oh, that's day. boring. Brian, go ahead. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Marcus, as I was saying. Anyway, oh, sorry, I thought it was going to be better I'm than ass. that. No, just the kidding. The world I'm is kidding. ass. Everything I'm is kidding. ass. Oh, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Yeah. That's me. All right. But seriously, I'm doing good. Um, I had a good day at the gym. Uh, I hit a nice. new... I hit a new one rep max on the back squat. So I'm happy with Whoa. that. Got up to 325. Really excited about that. Um, I have watched some things. Uh, so oh. I actually have some stuff to report there. Um, yeah. It's not what you would expect. So I rewatched Ace Ventura Pet Detective wow. just because I hadn't seen it since I was like a lot younger. So I wanted to see if it held up, like if it held it, it stood the test of time. Um, it doesn't. I, I didn't like it as much as sure? I did then. I didn't like it as much as I did back then. Like, I remember looking yeah. back more fondly on that. And when I watched it, I was like, okay. Um, yeah. And I also rewatched the movie Coneheads. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know I that went, one does not stand the test of time. It also just, does not either. That one does um, not. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the, I mean, both have their moments that I'm going to laugh either way. My favorite part from Ace Ventura Pet Detective is where he's testing the the soundproof of the sliding door. Oh, that's classic. That's, that's my favorite. One of my favorite parts of that movie. Um, but the whole Ray Finkel being a woman oh. exposure at the oh, end. That was hilarious. Oh, that was hilarious. No. It's hilarious, hilarious. But I don't think that type of joke would have made uh, it out no, in the environment we're in now. It's super transphobic. No. I mean, like, just... Yeah. 
I, I, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, first off, he strips her down to her bra and panties in front of an entire police yep. force. Yep. So I don't know if that would have necessarily held up as much. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's that's an understatement. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Marcus, how are you doing to transition uh, over to heat number two? I am. Uh, I am good. I'm, I'm good. This week is, you know, we're picking up steam here. Uh, I'm playing catch up on a lot of homework. But, uh, you know, I'm a lot better than I was last week. Sorry if I if I uh, made the listener say it. Uh, what, that wasn't my intention. But, you know, we like to be transparent here. Yeah, well, that's you know what? It was authentic and you're allowed to be tired. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely allowed right. to be tired. Thank you. Thank you both. No, it's yeah. it's good. I mean, um, uh, it, yeah, it's just been a week just kind of catching up on work and stuff like that. As far as reading and watching, haven't been reading much. Um, oh, actually, I, I did get a sneak peek of... The, the next um series for deceased oh sure um, comic book i've been reading this whole time and so it's getting it's getting a lot better uh they just spoiler alert they just unleashed a fucking undead dark side um oh. on the planet so on new genesis like oh, I, man. like oh my god i wish you could see the drawings in this if you ever get the chance just look it up he looks the badass like okay how bad dark side <laughs> is before <laughs> now imagine the 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 new life equation taking over a, a dark side that makes him undead like oh, oh, man. that's some that's, bad shit yeah, um for sure and um just as far as watching i i don't think i watched much this week so for me it's kind of like i've been on youtube a lot i've been watching the spoilers and the reviews of the show the boys only because i don't know if i really want to watch that show because i have this thing about superheroes and i have this thing where i have a certain itch where i feel like i need you to do something but when they don't do that thing then i get upset sure that's fair guys are bad but i want you to be good because your powers are cool and the whatever's yeah. cool so it's, it's kind of weird so i don't know if i'm gonna watch it yet, but i think i might i feel so, you i feel you yeah. yeah i i had that way with that show too um and i watched it with a friend and yeah. it was good but it was like like i said like you said i was like am i gonna end up hating these people like yeah. i don't want to do this so yeah. totally totally feel you gotcha. um also big news about your um friend i'm gonna butcher her name but at the beginning of an album and at the end of the album, hey. I saw your stuff on Instagram. Oh that's, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's that's super that. legit. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, let's 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 hold on. I need to turn this up. We just gonna turn this up. I just need more. Listen, I want super to legit. say shout out to the Maya Lene. Okay, the Maya Lene is going to be featured on Trippy red the rapper's newest album okay trippy red is a big deal um trippy red is a, he's a pretty big artist out here and not yeah. only is she featured once she is featured twice on the album at the beginning and at the end and yeah. so this is big because um maya is my sister and so yeah it's like when you watching somebody who can eat and yeah. watching somebody who deserves it all just get yes. it and win is yeah. always one of the best fucking things ever so shout out to Maya <laughs> Lene. yeah um, that's fantastic yeah that's pre-order cool. support trippy go support maya listen to everything stream everything you know what i mean support the black voice that's True. what we all hear about i'm proud of yes. you i'm proud i'm proud of you maya i love you but, so uh, exciting yeah. that's cool super cool brian, brian. Awesome. third that's heat so wholesome i'm loving this wholesome energy <laughs> this is great <laughs> So I took the week off of work last week and it was great. I talked a little bit about that. And so that afforded me some time to watch the entire Cars trilogy with my son. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I was watching. Uh, I also watched the movie that we'll be talking about next week, uh, Save Yourselves. So that was like my adult watch. But then it was like, (laughs) like, I guess I'm just going to watch all the Cars movies this week. And... 
I need to say Cars 3, like it kind of made me choke up. It is a really it good, is a good movie about yeah. talking cars. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cars 3, it'll make you feel good. Uh, I think it's the two. best Cars. While Cars 2 makes you feel like shit. Well, Cars 2 is... Yeah. Cars 3 is good because one of the actors died before they yeah. got to record it, right? And so I think that also makes it sad throughout. So that Cars 3 is a good one. I'm yeah. sure it's the Hudson Hornet, the guy. It is the voice. Hudson Hornet. Yeah. yeah well, and on Hudson top Hornet. of that, the Rusties guys are, they were classics on like national public radio. They did Car Talk, oh. the Click and Clack, the Tappert Brothers. And I only I know that because that. my dad used to make me listen to that early in the uh, early Saturday morning, yep. like on my way to soccer games. And so they were both featured as the Rusties guys. And then one of them died from lung cancer. Wow. And so they only were able to feature one of them i think oh man yeah <laughs> just bringing the fields yeah. for cars yeah. three everybody yeah. so yeah that was really good uh i enjoyed doing that i i didn't read because i nerded out i got the new game star wars squadron yeah, you just been... flying spaceships around and shooting down star destroyers it's great i'm christmas so came happy. early for brian Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I'm going to just be playing this game for like the next few weeks. It's incredible. My oh. poor wife is a squadron's widow <laughs> at the moment. I think Sunday night she had this like resigned look in her face. She's like, you're going to go downstairs and pretend you're flying X-Wings, aren't you? And I was like, I sure am. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and it was great. I had a great Sunday night. She I watched sure Emily am. in Paris. So <laughs> that's, I know that's like one of the hot shows right now so sure. I know she's enjoying that but in any case squadrons it's great so i didn't read because i was flying spaceships that's fine you that's usually good, that's read. a good reason not to read bro. yeah i, I would say so like and, it is. Yeah. and usually you read like you're like marcus and i are like well we looked at a comic book <laughs> brian's like i read a novel this week yeah um, i read it was from really front good. to back from front yeah. to back and i'm just like yeah i read a comic book with pictures hey, with a little bit no, of words I, and yeah. i looked at a newspaper article like it's <laughs> That's the level of read that's been happening on this side of the fence. It's all good. You just, whatever you read, as long as you read, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, Big shout out to Ian McNish really quickly before we get into Catch That Quotable. Um, Ian McNish is our big winner from our Guess That Quote this week. Um, He guessed correctly. The quote was, excuse me, sir, do you have Prince Albert in a can? You do? Well, you better let the poor fella out. Aha, aha, aha. And that is from the 1990 version, the made for TV version of Stephen King's It, played by the one and it only was. Tim Curry. It was the creepiest person in a clown I think I've ever seen so far. Absolutely. I without think special he... effects, without any like special. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That movie scared the shit out of me and t- like when I was little and I never finished it. And then I finished it and I went, oh, man, I wouldn't have been as scared if I had known that that's how it ended, how it ended. Right. So, but yeah, that's just where we're at. Well, I think it says a lot. I think we need to commend more actors on like um, him and Jim Carrey with the group. Yeah. I think like more we need to commend more without the additional makeup and CGI of just being able to just look the part of a lot of oh, yeah. like iconic characters, you know what I'm saying, without the additional stuff. So, um, yeah, just want to give that quick little shout out. Shout out to Jim Carrey for his role as Joe Biden on SNL. Like when yeah. you see him, I was like, damn, yeah. I, it, he played that. He can just contort his face. <laughs> yeah, he can move like every muscle in his face. And it's mm-hmm. just he, he takes on those other personalities for sure. So 
but we've got new news. We've got so now we're going to transition. It's an awkward transition. It's an awkward transition. But we're going to transition. We're calling out all awkward transitions. This episode. That's fine. I'm yeah, comfortable with it. But Let we're going to transition to catch that quotable. Oh, yes, because ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I am in the driver's seat this week yeah, as you your current reigning champion. Um, so the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. this is how it's going to go. <laughs> I usually defer Are you about to, to rob a bank. What are you I talking about? I'm like, like jacked about this it. Is like, how it's gonna go. this is how it's gonna go. Women's give me your jewelry. Women's, women's, that's <laughs> women's, <laughs> women's give me your jewelry. I apologize. Man, you tell me what the assailant said. He said women's. <laughs> oh, it's Doug. It's Doug. Oh, for sure. sure. There's only yeah. one person this is where, said that. Yeah, this is know. where he lives and where he works. He said women's. Yeah, I know who that is. Anyway, um. I've usually deferred to the person who is in the leader stop to go first or to defer. I am actually going to defer and I am going to defer to Marcus. Um, Why? Just because I wanted to defer to you previously. I think I deferred to Brian. Um, So I'm going to defer to you and I want you to score. Currently I am sitting in the lead at seven, Brian, and you are tied with six. Ah, Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. So I'm going to defer to Marcus. So, Marcus, why don't you give us your quote for this week's Catch That Quotable? Now I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Is everybody ready? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <clears throat> Falling in love is a crazy thing to do. It's kind of like a form of socially acceptable insanity. Falling in love is a crazy thing to do. It's kind of like a form of socially acceptable insanity. This sounds really familiar. Like, I feel like I know this, but I'm not 100% on what it's from. There's like a set of movies. Yes. Yes. Subscribe to the Patreon to see Marcus hit this smooth ass Millie Rock. Yeah, yeah I, that's for right. People, yeah, that are only yeah, listening. Marcus is—he is just killing it right now. <laughs> like his moves, they are—they're they, just pro. That's the only yeah. way to describe them. I can't I even the focus support. on the quote because of these moves. <laughs> I love the. I love All right, the support. Marcus. Marcus yes. I'm gonna need my one-word hint for this. Ditto. If I'm not mistaken, um, I believe the one-word hint is going to be phone. Phone. And I'll explain why I said if I'm not mistaken afterwards. All right. Phone. I'm ready to buzz in. All right, but right, let's Mark, get it, Brian. Right, Brian let's get right, it. Think? Is this movie high fidelity? No. Nope. But Good movie. Great movie. Right, great movie and great. Yes, yeah, that was great. <sighs> that just that felt like great. something John, like John Cusack oh, would say. That, that was a great. That was a great guess. Ugh. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I forgot about that movie, but I could see how you would get that. Doug? I mean, Marcus, is this you've got mail? No. Also, another good guess, oh. but no, no, it's oh. it's not. No, it's Man. not. This gentleman is the movie Her from 2013 oh. with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh. The reason why I said, if I'm not mistaken, this movie is the one where he falls in love with the phone, right? Correct. Yeah, he <laughs> falls mean, in computer. Love with the phone. Fo- yeah, yeah, computer phone. Right. Fo- okay, yeah. yeah, the AI, whatever the AI was. Oh yeah, yep, they that's better. it. Yeah. All right. Well. You stumped us. You got us oh, for sure. Oh man, that man. was a good poll. That, that was a good solid. Pull. I had yeah, to be deep. Good, good guesses though, too. Yeah, I mean, sure. they weren't like out. Of, <laughs> they weren't loving basketball style guesses. No, of like they were not. Like completely I mean, I didn't right. chunk it. Yeah. Finally, yeah. we were yeah. in the vicinity of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was a. We knew it was going to be a romance, yeah. romantic yeah. comedy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. 
All right, Brian, what do you got? Oh, man. I chuckled when I was pulling this up. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Do you want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? One more time for those at home. That was quick. (laughs) Do you want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? End quote. Doug, here's what I'm thinking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in this movie. And here's the movie. Here's what the, I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but you remember when he's the big dumbass jock and he, he, they kill somebody. And I can't remember what movie that fucking oh, is. Oh shit, Mark Wahlberg's that in that movie. movie. Mark Wahlberg's in that and all these guys are big as hell and they kill this motherfucker. And I can't remember what the name of the goddamn movie is. Is it Get Jacked? Is it Steroids? It's something where they're all big bronze It was based California on a true boys. story? It was, and they chopped them up and burned them on the grill. What's the one word hint, Brian? All right, the the one oh gosh, I didn't I do this every week. I don't come up with a one word hint. Uh the one word hint is going to be cops. Fuck cops. Fuck, fuck, fuck. The one word hint is cops. Well now I'm thinking now I'm thinking the other guys, but nobody yeah. else was big in and 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 nobody else was big in that movie. No. Cause his he's he was second to Will Ferrell because The Rock and Samuel died, yes. so that wouldn't work. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my guess. Okay, okay. let's do it. Brian, is this Hobbs and Shaw? It is not. Okay. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Um, you're you're in like you're in the right ecosystem though. Okay, good. I I kind of thought I was, and I just that's I had I was just hitching my horse to that. Is this a Fast and the Furious movie? Oh, it is not. This oh, is Bad Boys for Life. Martin Lawrence talking to Will Smith. Oh my God, we reviewed that. We fucking reviewed movie. that movie. Oh my God, <laughs> damn it! Oh, oh, Brian, you tweeted something about Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life being possibly the highest grossing movie this yep. year. That's right. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. God damn it! I remember that. All right, I remember yep. that. Okay. Damn, that was a good, good quote. Good pull. What was the name of the movie we were thinking of before. I so you were thinking of Pain and Gain, I'm pretty that's sure, a, by yes, Michael Bay, that's what which, which I really like, and I know a lot of people don't, but I, I really like, like that movie. Yeah, I'd like that, that movie too. Yeah, that movie is, because wasn't that, oh, because it had- Who was the third the, person? It was, oh gosh, uh, oh, it was Anthony Mackie. Oh yeah, you're right. Yep, it, was right. it was Anthony Mackie. And they were all playing meatheads and they decided to yes. like knock somebody off to help pay for, I think like a gym they a were going to buy or something like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because okay. they have Damn. that classic scene in Miami where they're on that rooftop in front of that Miami sign. Yeah, like okay. every bad boys movie. Ever. Like every yeah. bad. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's Here job. we go. Y'all ready? Good job. Good job. Right. Ready yeah. This is great. Okay. What good is a wooden dog? Oh, sure they swim better, but what am I gonna call him? Splinter. All right. What good is a wooden dog? Oh, sure they swim better, but what am I gonna call him? Splinter. This is a Disney movie. A wooden dog. What has a wooden dog in it? I'm not trying to like psych myself out. I'm like, is this a Nicolas Cage quote? But I'm pretty sure it isn't. (laughs) Watch it somehow be a Nicolas Cage quote. Right? Yeah, the one you may not know. (laughs) Something says Toy Story, but I don't think that that's right either. Splinter. Okay. What's the one word hint? The one word hint is troll. 
Brian, you had this like look on your face like that. You were like, oh shit, does that help me? And then you had this like, no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> it's just like look on your face. I'm just shaking my head at the camera. Like I, I this is like triggering nothing for me. So I, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I got nothing. I'm going to chunk it. I'll buzz in. Is this Snake Eyes? It is not Snake Eyes. Okay. Okay. Is that a Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> it is a, it's That's a Nicolas Cage movie where someone tries to rob a casino. Okay. <laughs> That's a good chunk. I mean, if you're going to chunk it, go that route. I mean, that's all I got. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Is this Frozen 2? This is... No, it's not Frozen 2. (laughs) All right. This is a throwback to my childhood, and it is also in line with the month that we are in. This is the 1991 kids movie, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, my gosh. I never watched those movies. I watched watched a lot of them. Oh, wow. And this is the one... Where he and his kid friend, because this grown ass adult, Ernest, is hanging out with children in just about every movie that he Ladies does. And gentlemen, we don't do that here in 2020. It's, it's weird. It's active. It was weird then. It's actively weird now. Um, but he and his like kid friend accidentally wake up a troll from 1800s that starts turning people into wooden figures. So he's talking about when the troll turns his dog into a wow figure. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, I, no, it was a that deep is dive. So I knew out of my was. realm. I never yeah. would have guessed. Yeah, it was that. a deep that was a good dive. Pool, though. That's a good. That's a good pool though, because I, mean, I never would have gotten it. That's yeah. on theme though for the month, and yeah. I mean, yeah, you're bringing back like with it. blockbuster memories for me. Yeah, I would always go past it, and I'm like, I feel like this is up my alley, but there's a grown yeah. man. And there's children. Not it's definitely me, weird. Fine. It's definitely weird. There was the Ernest movies were pretty good because there was Ernest goes to jail. There was Ernest scares stupid, and then there was Ernest saves how, like Christmas. And then he did one where he did black. Who the hell is on, Ernest? Oh god, uh, he blackface. did blackface on the cover, and it was Ernest goes to Africa. And oh, that no. after that, it was yeah. Let's boo that Ernest was created by an ad agency. Um, in Nashville, Tennessee, to advertise for a theme park in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is where I used to live. I again, I wow. I don't know why I know all of this information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck? so that's where he came from, and so he originally started out as an ad where he was always talking to his friend Vern about all the great stuff that was happening at the at the like amusement park, and then he got hit. He hit it off big. Um, it's Jim Varney. Who's a, whose idea was it to say, let's put him in blackface and send him to Africa? Who, who I, greenlit that? Who I the mean, fuck greenlit I that? I don't know. You but it was underestimate the stupidity of when you just have like only white people in the room and they're accurate. so insulated. Yeah, like, this is a great idea. Let's just do it. Let's get it out the door. Go, go, go. Representation is very important. Somebody yes, should have been is. black in there and told y'all, don't do this don't shit. Don't do that. Take yeah. it off the fucking board. Just, but Jim, like, hey. Jim Varney yeah, played Ernest yeah. and Jim Varney was the same voice of Slinky Dog and Toy Story. Well, What's that's what I was thinking. That was that's why I was thinking Toy Story. Yeah. And I guess maybe that was the correlation of maybe somewhere embedded in my memory. I remember wow. both of these things being connected for yeah. some reason. That's yeah. interesting. Really interesting. Okay. Well, uh, right. the, scores remain, the scores remain the same. So wow. no new mm-hmm. updates on on that route which good is, variety though yeah, which yeah. is fine yeah we had yeah. these are good can, quotes can we also talk about something real quick we absolutely um, can let's talk about how trash of an idea um the night before christmas being a christmas movie is you oh. think it's a halloween movie 
It's definitely a Halloween movie. Stop oh, doing that bullshit. Uh, Stop uh, showing Brian, that bullshit. I feel like, I feel like Stop showing that bullshit. Here. First of all, here's the one. Let me start with this. I'm starting with hate. I don't like that movie. I'm okay. not going to hold you. I don't. I really just don't. I've never. Okay. It was one of those things that I just never could. Even when I was used to play. Um, um, what's that one? Kingdom Hearts. Yep. You know exactly what you, you know exactly what I was going to oh say. Oh, my gosh. Yep. When I used to play Kingdom Hearts. Hang on. That was really. Listen, was Kingdom Hearts, the first one. That was a great game. That was a great that was game. A really great game. I spent a lot of time playing that with my cousin. That oh. and Final Fantasy 7, 14. Some of them was one of the old. No, nine. I might have been nine. Anyway. Um. I just never, those are characters I just, that was a world that I just did yeah. not like. Characters I yeah. just did not care for. And it's not a movie that I watch when it comes on in the Christmas playlist. Sure, it, that's fair. It is definitely, um, it's like an anti-Christmas movie. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that movie, also, if you're not into Tim Burton, like, I totally get it. I liked him, but I liked Tim Burton. That's the oh, thing. Oh, fascinating. Okay. So it's like, I don't have a problem with Tim Burton. I watched the Tim Burton Batman. Yeah. I watched the, you know, yeah. I watch every, you know, all of that. Right. Yeah. I, you... I think for me, I enjoyed it because it was like this anti-Christmas movie, which does become a Christmas movie, I yeah. guess, with Halloween yeah. people. But I don't know. It just kind of feels like that season can get so sweet. It can get so like just yeah. very, very overly positive. And I mean that in a, in a nice way. But for somebody that's like, OK, like I kind of need like a counterweight to that. I feel like it fits that bill. Okay. but. That's as fair. a kid, I will say, as a kid, I did not enjoy that movie. I only enjoyed okay. it after, like, I was, like, a little bit older, and I was like, oh, I kind of get the appeal, though. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. for people who, like, might be over Christmas. Yeah, maybe, I, yeah maybe that's, maybe I need to watch my, it. My brother loved that movie, and he, mm-hmm. like, watched it on repeat, so we watched it a lot in the Wagner house, but okay. you are absolutely correct. If you are not a Tim Burton fan, <laughs> and you don't get his, like, kind of dark sense of self, um, right. He actually has a weird, again, we went down weird rabbit holes at the Wagner house. The one rabbit hole we went down is that Tim Burton did a children's story called, like it was a children's book where he did all the drawings in it. It was like um, the stories of Clam Boy and something else. And it's all that kind of like really kind of absurdist, dark sort of type of thing. The thing I've never gotten is if you go into a trailer park and let's just say there's 30 houses uh 15 of them have an have a woman in them that has a jack skellington tattoo somewhere on her person and i have never and will never understand the obsession with him as some type of like romantic figure i don't don't get it i don't want to get it but there are people like Gun to your head. What are we gun to your head? Wait. What do you want to put on your body? Oh, wait. I don't know. A weird Tim Burton wait. skeleton monster. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Here's why this is so funny. I was lost when he was doing the math on how many. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, mm, Doug, I trust you. I I trust where you're going with this, but those nervous. results have not been confirmed with field studies. But oh, okay. if I had to ballpark it, I it's probably that. Like <laughs> I think that's fair because when do you get that tattoo during Halloween time or during Christmas time? Well, I right. Mean, you're in the tattoo parlor and someone's like, Oh man, are you going to put a picture of your dog or maybe your kid? Cause you got like eight of them and you um, get this long lanky on motherfucker on your arm. Right. And I just don't understand the romantic obsession with a skeleton. I don't get, I don't just have never gotten it. I, I I can't speak to it. I have never been attracted to Jack Skellington, but I do feel. <laughs> 
I do feel like there's this, I mean, he's, he's trying so hard to understand this thing. Like this, what is this, you know, Christmas I'll start singing if I'm not careful. In any case, he's trying to understand it so much. And I feel like maybe that's where it comes from. I'm not speaking to it. I have no idea. (laughs) All I know is that I did go to Disney world and I have seen that tattoo a lot. Oh, oh I see yeah. It. Like it was that very one in the Chester Cat from goddamn Alice in Wonderland. Like, yeah. so like, hey, stop putting those two people on your body. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, let's not do that. Here's the thing Tim Burton, Tim Burton did one of my favorite childhood movies, I do believe, James and the Giant Peach. Yes, right? I love James and the I, Giant I Peach. I love that movie. And I loved, you know, other things like it. Like, what was that, Caroline? And did he do Nine? Does anybody remember that movie, Nine? Oh, I remember I Nine. Exactly I don't think he did about. Nine. But I don't think he did Nine. But I don't even like think he did kind of Coraline either. I think that oh, was did, he didn't else. do that? Oh, he might have produced okay. it, but I don't think that he directed or oh, created okay. it. It felt like his style. but Yes, I mean, very much so. I give lots of props to, because that's how he built Gotham City was that claymation. yeah. That same oh. that same thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. The Batmobile was a remote control car that he, I mean, that he ran through a city that he built by hand yeah. and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, if you talk about somebody who like subscribed to the old like Star Wars way of filming, which was if we need to shoot something, we're going to create a model at scale. Um, yeah. And we are not going to try and create it with CGI as much as we can. Yeah. Um, because he was all about like his sets were super practical and yeah, he built sure. miniatures for of sure. stuff. And um, there's a whole book that I read back when I thought I was going to go to film school called Burton on Burton, where he writes and talks about all of the movies he directed and produced in his style yeah. and why he shot that way. So if you need a book direct a book to read, Burton on Burton is really, really good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just wanted to kick off our spooky season with that. Spooky That's season fine. with why is that a Christmas movie? I totally yeah. get it. Yep. No, I get, get it. it. I also get it. It's and like it, to the listeners out there, if you have a Jack Skellington tattoo and you'd like to come on the podcast <laughs> and explain it, I would gladly make you feel welcome and there will be no judgment while you explain it. Just and we love you anyway. But right, here's exactly. the thing. We, we That's just also don't... Why. Why, yeah. why I don't get tattoos. I don't get tattoos because I'm too indecisive and somebody's going to look at my tattoo and be like, well, why the fuck did you get that? And then I'm going to look at my tattoo and be like, why did the fuck did I get that? <laughs> I don't know why the hell that happened. So, yeah, I mean, I had an eyebrow piercing once and I think did you really? Cool. Wait, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went on a spring break trip. <laughs> I went... <liked, laughs> We may have broken Marcus. Listen, wait. Yeah. Don't take everything you said back about the, the tattoos. Because That's you, fair. Yeah, I did. I eyebrow. really shouldn't have. No. Yeah. Yeah, because no. they've got no. a Jack Skellington Everybody tattoo. Everybody listening with a Jack Skellington ring. tattoo is like, yeah. get in here. Listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this motherfucker. motherfucker. Like, yeah, listen yeah. to him. He's judging yeah. us, but he's one of us. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go down that rabbit hole later. I can give you the story of why and how I got it, but that's. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, That'll be on the Patreon. Yeah, well, yeah, there it is. That's a story for the Patreon. You want to know about Doug's <laughs> tattoo? It's on, I will tell you this. If you have the time and the inclination, it is a picture on my Facebook. Oh, God. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can find this right. picture. All anyway, right. all right. But we got news to get to. Um, there are things happening in the world of Hollywood that we want to cover. Um, and I want Brian. Brian, start us off. What do you got for news? You for usually sure. just do these. You just do such a good job. So oh, why don't yeah. you kick us off so we start off on the all right foot? Shout out to Brian. Yeah, let's go, oh. Brian. Wow. Y'all are nice. So I, <laughs> not a lot of news jumped out to me. I feel like we're going to flow into another news item here starting off. But oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, here we go. So Bond, <laughs> no, basically the latest Bond movie has been pushed back. 
uh, to 2022, No Time to Die. Um, and it, yeah, it basically is, we have all these movies vacating yeah. the late fall. Um, and oh, I know yeah. Marcus is going to touch more on that. I think the significance with Bond, though, that I want to speak to is that uh this is this was another movie that people were looking at hey are people going to go back to theaters for this are people like this is a solid brand is it going to be different than tenant that you know there's a franchise behind it and Mm -hmm. essentially they looked at it and noped right out of it and no time to die i'm looking for the new date i believe it's now moved to sometime in 2022 i think you're right and yeah that's that's my piece of news so i i it's disappointing but also not unexpected no not at all and marcus this flows really into a piece of your news too so maybe we'll just kind of kick it off let's do it and go from there okay yeah so i mean i'm just here to let you know outside of uh james bond which i want to say i am a huge fan of james bond oh yeah i don't know if anybody knows that about me um but james but i love james bond movies um i watch them all the fucking time and so along with that there are other movies that got pushed back as well um like a lot from both sides of dc and marvel not that those are the only two type of films that exist in the world but it sure damn sure does feel like from time to time so um the batman moved from october 1st um 2021 to now at a a january for march 4th 2022 release now um the flash moves from 060322 to now 110422 uh shazam 2 moves from 110422 to 060223 Three. Damn. And Black Adam moves from 12, 22, 21 to undated. And of course, the new Jurassic World Dominion film has now been delayed a year to June yep. 2022. And yep. I do want to correct myself. Bond was pushed back only to April of 2021. So it is oh, a yeah. year sooner, but I, I mean, yeah. that's, it yeah. Really, yeah. And yeah. there's a big, and I feel like there was a big news this week about what the Batman is going to debut against based on where things are at. Like that there's two mm-hmm. big theater, two big movies in theaters on that weekend. So um, what is it? I can't remember what it was. Um, so I will let maybe one of you look that up while I kind of get in. What was the date? And I can look it up. Yeah, uh, it was oh three oh four twenty two. Yep, so March 4th. Yeah, that, seems, so, that seems a lot like an Avengers release type of... Uh, yeah, I think Avengers it was a Marvel eight. movie, if I'm not <clears> mistaken. <throat> um, the big thing is, and mine kind of caps this off, of like just delays and the impact on the industry is, obviously these were sort of announced and this week on Monday, um, after sort of all of these theaters got, after all these movies got pushed back, mm-hmm. um, Cineworld, which is the parent company for Regal Cinemas, made the decision to close six. 663 theaters in the United States and Britain. So the state of financial affairs of our movie world is not looking super great because there's no big movies that are supposed to come out until uh, April of 21. And then after that, um, really, there's a huge, huge gap until you get to 2022. So I, I think a lot of movie theaters and I think a lot of production companies are essentially <laughs> saying if it's too big to debut on video on demand, um, you we're just going to wait. We're just going to wait and kind of wait till we can yeah. get through this, which I mean, on one hand, I get and appreciate and want it to be want people to be safe and want them to be smart. But on the other hand, I mean, at some point in time, maybe june july august of 21 
we're gonna be able to go back to a theater at least we hope mm, right like yeah. and so it's it's kind of it just seems weird and the other thing is it's like look mulan has a great formula for being able to do video yeah. on demand like i don't understand why they wouldn't do that but why not both yeah. right i just don't understand why not both because you need to be flexible and committing to one thing can help you as well as it can hurt you so. well and i, I... I guess I'm just kind of like shaking my head here of just like, it really does kind of feel like everybody <clears throat> gave up. <laughs> like yeah. that's just oh, the yeah. vibe yeah. that I have. Um, and I get it, but I'm just shocked that no one could figure this out. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so, my, I guess we look at the leadership of like the country at, like at hand, like all leadership, yeah. not even just the president, right? Right. But we look at the leadership and how we've been handling things as a country and it has not been the best. And so that's what true. can you expect? Yep. Like, People, a lot of people just aren't doing their part. There's just like the leadership doesn't really know what to do. It seemed like new news is coming out about the coronavirus every single day. So, yeah. you know, they yep. they better safe than sorry. Like not even just movies. There are no concerts. There is no big type of entertainment. Like we're getting into sports, but we don't even know how long that's going to last. Like, right. right. So Maybe. it seems so temporary. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I feel like, I guess the only thing that, I think I can add to this because I mean, for those, I mean, for those longtime listeners, you you know, our feelings about this and how we've been really disappointed, <clears throat> excuse me, that they haven't been able to figure this out. And I think the only new thing that I can add here is just that you're going to push all these movies back. But at the same time, you know, if we're talking about a vaccine middle of next year, mm-hmm then you're going to try to compete against all these other movies and people trying to get back into theaters. And I just, I I guess, I guess all these, I guess all these theaters and (laughs) the studios are just saying, yeah, we'll just wait it out a year and we'll just take that loss and call it a day. And I'm pretty sure it's bad boys for life. That'll be the highest (laughs) grossing movie. It it might be Sonic depending on the numbers. I'll I'll need to check, but I mean, that's just wild to me. Yeah. And I mean, am I, am I, Oh, sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, I mean, it just there was even a joke going around Twitter that the new mutants could be actually nominated for a theater for a, for an Oscar because yeah. there just hasn't been anything else that's been turned out. And I also saw when we were doing research is that the Oscars are now even adjusting their criteria where mm-hmm. if you debuted at a drive in movie that counts. So Damn. that even can now count for consideration just because the field is so dry. I mean, I think that's another thing that we could talk about is like, this could be the year of like weird indie films at the Oscars. They just pop. Yeah. And I'm kind of okay with it. Like, it just kind of feels like we're taking this collective break as a society of just like, well, we're just going to take a break. So don't go to a theater. And sure, New Mutants, you get Oscar for makeup, I guess. I don't, you know, obviously, you know, I'm riffing off a Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. I mean, no, 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 not at all. No, I just I think I I think the hardest thing is like these movies weren't going to be a lot of these movies weren't going to be even ready to release immediately. Like we're talking some of these still need to begin filming or finish production. So like there's that whole process we have to wait out, not to mention when things start getting back like into a regular swing of things like their their schedules. What do their schedules look like? Also, are you, are you taking this time and investing into the writing and the readjusting of scripts and schedules and, you know, rethinking your story? Or are you just going to take a story that may have been valid this year, but then two years from now, you're kind of like, well, this kind of, it's kind of like that little Wayne album, like little Wayne put out the Carter five. We were just like, well, this sounds like fucking 2005 when it was supposed to come out because it got (laughs) stalled out so long. Yeah. 
it's kind of like, okay, we'll take it, but yeah. you know, it just doesn't feel the same. Right. And I would even say, like, to your point, Marcus, you bring up a really another piece of news I was going to cover. I mean, if you think about, like, Jurassic World Dominion, <laughs> um, they had to just shut down production mm-hmm. for two weeks with only three weeks with a, worth of filming left because people started to test positive. And so if you think about, like, the cast and crew and directors and everybody working on that, this movie should have been done months ago. Yeah. And now, now all of that work that they put in, they have to wait that much longer to really see the the fruit of their effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of a bummer. Like, I would hate to be them. That has to be really kind of frustrating of, I busted my ass on a movie for six months and then an additional two months because of delays. And now I got to wait until 2022 to even see mm-hmm. or get any credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. And not to belabor this point, I just think as a public service announcement, like this virus, it can get you whether like it, it is so contagious. Like yes. don't think you can uh, outsmart it. Jurassic, well, I mean, we talked about their budget for testing. Yeah. It was yeah. tens of millions of dollars. Huge. It still found them. So, and if I'm pretty sure the only group <laughs> that has been able to figure this out is the NBA. Yeah, um, honestly, if, yeah. Really, yes. And like shout out to the NBA. They figured it out. They did it in a safe way. They and it took a little bit longer, but I mean, you yeah, they seem to have a pretty safe process in place. So Yeah, that bubble worked. I mean, I guess we just have like movie island. I don't know. You just pick an island and that's where we make all the movies now. Pretty like sure that's where murders island. happen too. <laughs> You're probably right. Murder. Probably right. All right. <clears throat> All right. Anything else to cover on delays or awkward transition? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, then Told we you. will just transition over to Marcus. Marcus, what do you got for your next piece of news? What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. All right, let's talk Spider-Man, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do you, it. Let's, let's talk Spider-Man, everybody. We got a little bit. We got a, a little bit of a lot of bit, okay? Yes. Um, so Kristen Dunst and Dane Dehan, Dehan um, who played the Green Goblin in The Amazing Spider-Man, are rumored... Um, to reprise their okay. roles um, in the MCU, but they're saying that it's going to be a part of that Wanda, you know, like you know, uh, what is it? Multiverse well, of Madness. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, and so wow. that, like, they'll have Tom Cruise, who's maybe like Tom Cruise was originally supposed to play Iron Man, so yeah. he would play an Iron Man in another universe, and then you would have these two re- redo their roles. And they're saying that because of that which lead in, leads into my other news that Jamie Foxx, who is coming back as Electro in the new Spider-Man movie, um, may be from the multiverse. And so, hmm. and Jamie Foxx already confirmed it. Um, he said that he won't be blue this time. So I don't know if that means that this is a new Electro and he's just a, the same person playing a, a, the same character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is it uh, the Electro from the other universe and that just crosses over here? Um, 
to do that we don't really know nobody really knows and whatever and so to tie up my spider-man news there was a rumor that um <clears throat> venom and morbius could be part of the mcu um, it's rumored that movies like Venom and Morbius are set in the MCU, but will not affect any of the MCU storylines unless Kevin Feige is producing them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's very interesting. There's a lot yeah. to unpack there. That's a lot. Yeah. So let's well, get to unpacking like it's Christmas. Man, I, let's do I mean, it. I almost think the first thing is, is that I'm, I liked Jamie. Let's just cover Jamie Foxx. I, I was going to say, Fox. there's so much here. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to cover Jamie Foxx first. I liked Jamie Foxx in Electro. Yeah. I like the way he brought it. I wish they would have used him more because yeah. it seemed like they were only interested in using him when he was kind of like the nerdy version. And then once he became Electro, they didn't, they didn't really give him a ton of no. talking, speaking lines. Mm -mm. And so, which I, I mean, I guess I get, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what a non-blue version of Electro <laughs> looks like. Um, and I'm excited to see what kind of costume they bring to it because it yeah. could be really neat um to see him in the full like electro garb that we're used to seeing so mm -hmm. i mean um, jamie's a he's a big actor he's like, a great you, actor too. Don't just, he you don't cast fantastic. him if you don't have intentions of like making him the big bad or right. at least a part of it and i have to assume this is leading to the sinister six it has to because that rumor has come back up again where they're saying they're going to do spider-man in these three-part trilogies where it's high school college and adult Right. They're all gonna care, and Tom Holland's gonna carry it all. Yeah. I have to imagine that this because this is a third one, you may find a new director for yeah. the next three, but right. like they're putting together the Sinister Six with Vulture, um, Vulture, Scorpion, uh, maybe Rhino, and then you have Electro. But yeah. I think it'll be a good time. You also bring in Dr. Octopus and maybe a maybe even a female villain as well. So, but yeah, who knows? yeah, I think I'm here for it. Well, and that Jamie news, that Jamie Foxx news, it, I feel like it broke comic book yeah. movie internet yeah. for a little yes, bit. Absolutely. And I mean that facetiously, but it was like the only thing I saw in my mm -hmm. Twitter algorithm. It yeah. was just pushed because that's what I follow. But I mean, nobody could get away from it. So I think one, I have no issue with people reprising roles or doing nope. it, like doing the same yeah. role again. I know some people are like, do, you know, like do it new or do go in a different direction but i feel like i agree with you doug to like really underscore this point that jamie fox was a very good part of mm -hmm. the amazing spider-man 2 and the yeah. amazing spider-man 2 as a whole was not the best because they tried to make it a yeah, sinister six launch pad they which did it. not go well at mm -hmm. all for anybody yep uh especially gwen stacy in any case um <laughs> So yeah, also another strong person in oh, yeah. that, like a really strong was performance. So, it was so fucking sad. I, like was, a sad Spider-Man movie. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. In any case, yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 aside, I think Jamie Foxx has a lot more to do. And I think that if the MCU plays it right, they can have him be a, like a villain that reprises his role. Mm, I think he has sure. the capacity to really big bring some depth and mm -hmm. like nuance to it um yeah. that because the mcu does have a villain problem from time to time where it's like mm -hmm. oh you're like an evil father figure and i don't like you and now you're gone okay mm -hmm. all done yeah like killmonger yeah. and like the uh i'm trying to think civil war those are the only two villains i can think of off the top of my head that don't fit that mold and hella obviously from, right from Ragnarok, i mean the uh, most Baron compelling Zemo. villain that i think that we saw from a marvel movie 
outside of Killmonger and outside of the ones you mentioned was Thanos. And that was because you could relate to, you could, you could almost sympathize with what he was trying to, or maybe it was just me, but you could almost sympathize a little bit with what he was trying to accomplish. Right. I mean, it was well-intentioned. And so he was, he was a little bit deeper than maybe some Look of the Brian. others in my mind. Brian. Brian, Brian, Brian. Wants to, Brian wants to tell me no, but that's fine. <laughs> he can do that. We're a safe space here, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I never sympathized with Thanos. Uh, hurt people, hurt people. That's, uh, yes, that's accurate. I I understand where you're coming from, though. But you know, it's also like Thanos wanted to take half of everything away to make everything balanced. But you have infinite power, and you immediately went to destruction. You didn't be like, oh, "I'll just make double of everything." All right, see you later. I mean, I but <laughs> I get it. I didn't say that he was a good person. I mean, yes, well, if I mean, he was a you know, good person. Yes, that's where we, he would have gone really, with it. But we do have to think about Thanos. Is like you, you knew he was not a good person because he came back for the destruction. He oh, came yeah, he back. He like, watched the destruction. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Like that. he, he was just like, and like he saw it because he see he saw fit. Yeah. Oh, I think it's fucked up out here, so I'm gonna handle it. Like. Ooh. I, I do want to loop back around and I promise I'll make this connect with Electro. I do get where you're coming from though, Doug, of like, I want to change something and make it better. And I feel like there are people in life like oh, that. Yeah. And they're like, this is the only way I can fix it. And people outside are like, hey man, like what if you didn't hurt people to get what you wanted? Now get away from me. Like, yeah, I get what fair. you're talking that's about, fair. Doug. Like yeah. you feel pain for those people and you want to help. In any case, I'm breaking down Thanos as we're talking about Spider-Man. Right, no, yes. To talk about Electro though, I think it would be amazing and I really really hope and this is this is where I get really scattershot and really theoretical and speculative but yeah, there's a go. really good opportunity to have like a Spider-Verse oh like, yes yep. intersection if yeah. Jamie Foxx is from the Amazing Spider-Man universe maybe yes. Kirsten Dunst is involved like I feel like there's a really strong story that could be told there and that's where I'll leave that at the moment because I can and talk this, about it. This brings me here's, to my question. Uh, okay. Because wait, this hold was, on. Well, let me, go ahead. Wait, I, yeah, I want Marcus to say his piece. Here's, here's the thing. MCU has the bag. Okay? Yes. People know that they will get paid. Okay, Brian, a bag is money. It's money. They have oh, money. So, okay, we're they back have to lots the, of money. robbing the bank. Yeah. Got it. Yep. yep. So the MCU has, <laughs> MCU has the money or the bag to pay yes. these people. Yes. And you know, once you're part of the MCU, you're more than likely nine and a half times out of 10, it's going to be successful unless you're Captain Marvel. So, because <laughs> that's literally the only bad movie that they've had so far. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. I, we will you, put a in the, new, in, the new MC, in the new MCU, in the new MCU, Iron Man <sighs> 3 is up there with Captain Marvel. Oh my gosh! Uh, you just you, make your point because we can fanboy out later about the quality of Captain Marvel and Iron Man. This watch me and Brian beef in a bonus episode when you pay I, for the I'm Patreon. So, like I feel like it's this episode. I don't know what it is. It is no, I love it, Brian. We gotta we gotta get to it. I love the back and forth. But I was just saying, I'm just saying, like if if, if there's any time to get these negotiations underway for yes. Kristen Dunst, for Tobey Maguire, for Andrew Garfield, now is the exact time to. Yep. Do to yep. not even give us a Spider-Verse, but just have that interaction. Yes. Literally recreate yeah. the meme of the Spider-People pointing at each other. And yeah. I will yes. be satisfied. Yes. And that's it. Yes. That's all I wanted to say. And I, and no, I think that I the, what was going around Twitter at, once the Jamie Foxx news kind of came up is what other villains from other movies would you want to see are worth bringing back? Mm -hmm. um, and because, I mean... 
being able to see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin yeah. because for all of the flaws of the original three, I that Green that Goblin was awesome. He was awesome. Like he, yeah, he's one, Willem Dafoe is a great uh, actor and I love him in most of what he's in. Two, I I think that Alfred Molina will played probably one of the best versions of Doc Ock that I've seen. Oh, Alfred Molina was a you're fan. taking all my answers. Which I'm, one I'm sorry. sorry. It's all I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But for Damn. me, like those are the two that I would bring back. And I would even say is to go far as I think his name's Rise and Ifans who played the lizard. Like I don't no, necessarily yeah. I didn't necessarily hate that either. Like <laughs> I don't, don't don't bring him back. Oh, you don't <laughs> have to. But I didn't hate it. I mean, if no, they no, made no, the I decision didn't hate it. to, so. Yeah. Yeah, just is that I the think, question you were going to ask us? Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I now I've answered it, but I yes, <laughs> I was going to ask that. But is there any other? Is there is there any other? Do you agree with that assessment, or just what are your thoughts on villains? Then you could bring back and what this opens up with a new with a previous person playing the same villain coming back. Cheap writing, that's my first thought. Fair. Um, I, I think it's a it's an easy out. It's an easy escape. That's fair. Um, but it also, it could be a resolution for certain things, especially if you go yeah. to an alternate interview, uh, interview, an alternate universe, yeah. and you pull out kill, a Killmonger that's good because now we don't have a Black Panther yeah. outside of outside of his sister. Like, oh. okay, I get it. If And that's if you didn't want to give it to Shuri and let her carry the mantle, but yeah. that is a resolution. But anything outside of that just seems like cheap writing. Sure. Um, and fair. it seems like it's it's an easy out. Now, one person I think I would pull, Ian Mc, Sir Ian McKellar as Magneto. Yes. Or oh, the Mag or Magneto from First Class. I forget his name is slipping my mind right now. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. Because we're people yelling at us right now. Listening. Right. Yeah, I know. But because I want to go younger. Um, God, what is his I'm, name? I'm on it. Michael Fassbender. Uh, Michael, Michael, thank Fassbender, you, Michael. Yes. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Shout out to Brian. Always quick with the with the research. Hey, um, Michael good. Fassbender. I think he would be an excellent Magneto oh, and yeah. the father and the father of Wanda in this new MCU. Yes, here for that. Absolutely yes. here for that. I think the only thing I want to add is that I do feel like I agree with Marcus. It could be really cheap writing, like to uh -huh. just be like, "Look, they're back," mm -hmm. but. So I do agree that's a pitfall. I don't think they would go there and I hope that they would learn the lesson from X-Men Days of Future Past, which yes. in my opinion is the best X-Men movie, even though it makes you watch all the X-Men movies, which is why, I, but the point yeah, being that- That's true. There's a way to acknowledge what came before and it's more than a wink. It's it's this feeling of like coming home or like you're setting things the way you like you, they're resolved in a really satisfactory way mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. and i feel like that's a certain playbook they could either riff off of or duplicate um and maybe not like you know have the sinister six around a table just nodding at spider-man and move on no, I'm, right. I'm not saying that but yeah definitely to the point of like there's a, a very core story to the holland spider-man mm -hmm. and electro and maybe it's like the third act reveal mm -hmm. and it's like maybe a five or ten minute thing with some of the people that we've talked about and that would be satisfying because mm -hmm. i do feel like tom holland deserves like a really good character arc mm -hmm. like i, I feel do like too he's done a lot for spider-man absolutely um yeah and, so, and you know he can care he can carry it because now we've seen the devil all the time and we know he can yeah, give us sure. oh, oh, yeah, he can. Yes, we have. and so you're also reaching into the Morbius um, and you're reaching into the Venom because there was a rumor. You remember in that Morbius trailer that they had Spider-Man in the background and they had murderer written across it. In oh yeah. Yes. They said that that was because 
in that universe, it's alleged that Spider-Man killed Eddie Brock. So now it's kind of like interesting. Right. And so now nah. it's kind of like we need to start connecting these pieces and I need to we need to figure out what's going on, which I'm sure the MCU is 10 steps ahead and they've had the corona to figure out this timeline of events. Yeah. And I will say but here's the thing though, like the problem is is that when you have like such a deep passionate fandom and of the Marvel ones, the Spider-Man one seems to be mm-hmm. Like one of, if not the, but one of the most passionate fandoms within Marvel's For sure. whole biggest Batman, I mean, biggest feel, Superman, feels like feel James Bond. With Disney all their weaponized mm-hmm. the Spider-Man fans against For Sony sure. for a better deal of profits. And I it yes, worked. Believe that. I will believe that yep. for oh, yeah. as long as I live. Yeah. And it so worked. here's the thing. They now have to now they have they're gonna have to either show us a card maybe not their whole hand but they're gonna have to show us a card and give us give us a little bit of something or otherwise if they don't or if they fail to follow through and set it up like if they don't capitalize on it and it looks like they wasted their time i could see that fandom getting mad like and being like you had such an opportunity and this is all you did like it's gonna we need to make sure that it doesn't get to tenant level hype or it will fall flat. Here's the thing. This is what I fear. Marvel and the MCU is putting everything inside the hands of Kevin Feig. Uh, And if, God forbid, Kevin Feig passes away, Uh all of this dies. Yeah. I hate how right you are. Yes. Because it's like, it's like, it's like Jeff Johns. Coronavirus treatment. It's like Jeff Johns. Because if, if, if there's anything that happens to Jeff Johns, yeah. You know, he can care now unless he's, he's I don't unless wish ill upon anybody, right? Dude. Right, right. But like, if anything happened to him, like, yes, the thing goes on, but you have to be ready to replace these people that are carrying the fucking storylines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, if anything, it, like I said, if if he, you know if he gets sick, he's going to have the same access to the same, the same treatment I, as everybody else. They're going to pump his ass up with whatever President Trump said, yeah. Clorox or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what, Get that yeah. man some Regeneron fast. Yeah, I need yeah. to have my Spider-Man movies. Yes. Yeah. Yo, yeah. If that's the thing pumping this election and keeping him going, don't make another goddamn Spider-Man movie. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah you're right, all. though. I mean, it's the problem is, is that what Kevin Feig is becoming, he's becoming a living version of Iron Man. Yeah. Is that he's the one that holds this shit together, and if yep. he goes, you have to start over. So yep. we better oh, hope yeah. that he doesn't go. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. he's passing down the information in the storyline. Yeah. But all that creativity he's got up there, he knows what he wants to see, and yes, that's why they, they that's yeah. why they let him do the Morbius and the Venom because they know, oh, he'll do it right. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. And remember, yeah. we get a Woody Harrelson carnage. Oh my gosh, that? I'm guys, so amped. Let's just remember that really quick. I'm nervous. Remember, we get a Woody Harrelson carnage. Even I'm if it's nervous. bad, it'll be good. Even though, if it's bad, me. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because this yeah. people have asked for this for years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've wanted to see Carnage on the big screen for a while. And if you've seen Woody Harrelson um in oh man, if you've seen him like really in dive any into fucking his, thing in his character acting, pretty he's much yeah. go to a dark place. And I'm he's a, genuinely now, the only other person it. I think that could have played that role a little bit better was Jim Carrey. That's oh fair. boy. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Go watch 23 and then come back and talk to me about yeah, Jim Carrey. That's fair. That's fair. Very good yeah. point. All right. Uh, yeah. Brian, what's going on? Oh, Brian. Brian. What do you got? 
So uh, when we did our pre-meeting to our listeners, I only had two pieces of news, but I for, I do have a third that we had talked about in the oh. text chain that I do oh, want to talk about here. Yeah. So going back really quick, so talking about theaters and everything, Alamo Draft House, um, they mm. have a rent-a-theater option. And oh, sure. It is... To me, it is absurd in price, <laughs> but to others, it may not. But I will, I, I am a very exceedingly middle class, like white dude. This is a little bit out of my like price range. I'm just going to call that out here. Um, but to some people, this may be affordable. But basically, Alamo Draft House now has a deal where you can rent out a theater, and the price of that is $150. And that is the minimum food and drink per purchase you also have to buy your tickets on top of that by the way um so you're looking at like possibly 200 dollars to rent out a theater and uh, that is like how alamo draft house is trying to get this money during this time and they have like okay. a list of they have a list of movies that you can watch or i mean basically there so i mean like it's everything family friendly from like despicable me iron giant but there's some other like like what jurassic park 200 to Wonder watch iron giant whoa 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 no no i like iron whoa. giant i'm just not going to pay 200 dollars to rent out a theater to watch iron giant now can i pay 200 dollars then charge people to get in for me charging the 200 dollars <laughs> great question right back that's a great question that's a great question i don't know there is fine print and i'm sure you can't um <laughs> Yeah, you have no. to contact a member of the events team on the website. But basically, if you have $200 laying around, and maybe you do, and that's great if you do. If you have $200 laying around, you, you can rent out an Alamo theater and watch one of these movies. And that's great. Um, and so I enjoy the creativity of having a theater try to combat some of this stuff, like renting out a theater, more than enough space. Um, do you maybe want to watch Casablanca or trolls in that theater i don't know maybe you want to watch a newer movie but in Look, any case if you have two hundred dollars to rent out alamo draft house i have a really great podcast that would love to oh damn you put that two hundred dollars to work i was like, gonna say if you got two hundred dollars you might as well pay for the third heat patreon 20 uh, yeah yeah, yeah you, you'd be fucking yeah. fine yeah that i mean that's you're right brian that i think even for some is a little excessive. I mean, I mean, unless I have a team of nine-year-old football players that I need to do something <laughs> with, like I'm not going to rent out a theater. Now I'm the parent of one of them in this scenario. They're not right. just nine I found. But if I'm the <laughs> if I have some football player kids that I need to do something no, with, yes, hold on. we're going to do let's... that. Uh, let's go back. Let's talk about situations where you make yourself sound bad, where the intentions were fine and we were fine, but you go back and you make yourself sound bad. No, they're not five. They're not. They're, I'm the parent of one, not nine that I did. Well, I just didn't want anybody to get any ideas that I was hurting nine year old football players oh, into a geez. theater without any now, relation. I don't want anybody I, to make any assumptions about Can my we also stop using the language hurting? <laughs> and stop putting emphasis on the number nine that makes it worse you be careful i might bring that lay that funky news on me again and be, i'd yeah, rather I'd, that than you put nine all right well if we, know where, if we know what you'd prefer that's fine jesus <laughs> i'm trying to keep me asking I, I'm people, I'm people like to pay nervous. for a patreon and then follow it up with <laughs> nervous nine. the cops are gonna show up <laughs> that's like he's gonna uh, uh. <laughs> oh, it's just my FBI agent. It's just, it's fine. He usually keeps tabs on me. It's, it's the NSA. But yeah, like yeah, that's nuts. I, I mean, if you got two hundred dollars, that's great and that's fine. But I'm not doing that shit. 
Sorry. No, no. I, I mean, we're a consumer facing podcast. We are all consumers oh, yeah. of this. And yeah. I think like, I think it's important for us to say like, uh, this probably isn't for your average person. Right. So if no. you have 200 bucks and you want to go watch Secret Life of Pets, that's great. More yeah. power to you. Yo, that is yeah. a wild $200 to spend. Yeah, I'm no not going to lie to you. Yeah, that, I mean, and just what? the fact that there's nothing new, you know what I mean? No. Like if, it yeah. were, if they had like a copy of a newer release that you could choose from, like if they were like, well, we only have so many copies of Jurassic World Dominion, but you can rent out the theater and watch it. Like then right. I'd be like, all right, shit, I'll find like 20 extra people who want to do that. And that's suddenly worth it. But for a movie I can stream for like a dollar or in some cases for free yeah. at home, like that just seems like a waste of money. Yep. I, I mean, 1941 might be, I think that was the oh, World sure. War. Nope, that wasn't it. I, I take it back. I'm thinking of... <laughs> Of the World War One movie. In any case, I know when the World Wars happened, everybody. 1942 or 1914? No, this one, the the one that they're screening is 1941. I'm thinking of the World War One movie. I thought that was yeah. Okay, I'm trying to find the newest one. That was a World War, just not the first one. Yeah, exactly. So I did pay attention. Ooh, look at the history buff. (laughs) Right. Um, excuse me guys yeah. that was yeah. a world war oh, this wasn't the one you're anyway. thinking right so that is my news piece for that my last piece of news before i kick it over to marcus to kind of close us out is it's more noteworthy than it is necessarily newsworthy um but x blink 182 frontman tom DeLong is going to make his directorial debut with a sci-fi movie called monsters of california now, I don't, I mean, I'm not particularly interested in it. There's nothing about him being the front man for Blink-182 that makes me, like, excited about that. But The soundtrack is going to be fire. Oh, yeah. I mean, the music's going to be legit. Probably, yeah. But, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, it'll the, be interesting who, to sing. Who see. are the monsters? Is it the politicians and the, and the, and the banks? I, I, would ass- yeah. I would assume so based on their music or anybody under the age of 22 maybe are the monsters of California. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I'm kind of curious to see where they go with it. So, okay. yeah, I'm so, not going to sleep on it till it gets here. That's like, I, like I'll give it a fair shot. I'll give it a fair shot. I'll wait at least until oh, the trailer to make any huge yeah, for sure. judgment. So, for sure. but for yeah, sure. we'll see. So Marcus, why don't you uh, close us out? All right, I'm going to wrap it up with the rumor that Kevin Feig, mentioning him once again, wants to sign Ryan Reynolds to MCU's biggest contract for Deadpool 3 and beyond. Okay. Which means they, they they plan on, they realize how much of a moneymaker Deadpool is. That yep. goes back to, we had conversations a long time ago when the podcast first started about this darker um, MCU Sure. Where you can have a rated R, you can have these rated R characters like um, the Moon Moonlight, um, yep. like Deadpool, like all these darker characters, and you can just put them in their own little playing field and let them do their thing yeah. in the MCU where it may not really affect directly, or it does, or you can have him where they're individually in their own rated R movies, and then they come to the MCU greater universe and they have to keep it a little bit more PG, yeah. um, you know, whatever the case may be. I just think that it says a lot for Kevin Feig to want. That is a very specific rumor that I don't yeah. think is just a rumor. No, um, that, that has I, some I truth to it for sure. Ryan Reynolds has a hot hand right now in a lot of different yes, things. And does. so I think that's a great route to take And Like, let's keep Deadpool going. Yeah, for sure. Completely yeah. agree. All right. Yeah. Brian? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm definitely taking it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, 
I feel like like this just like this is the last infinity gem for Disney because yeah. I, I mean if you get into that rated R space and dominate it with a Deadpool and then be like oh by the way Captain America's gonna be in it and Deadpool's gonna swear at him mm-hmm. um, so maybe not Cap but like mm-hmm. you yeah. put someone in there it's like Ant Man mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. like or Spider hey, or watch... Spider Man Tom Holland like right yeah like it'll make bonkers money and it goes back to what you said Marcus like a lot of actors know that if you get into an MCU movie it's good money. It's a pretty mm-hmm. sure thing. I like Captain Marvel. I'm just gonna put that out there. Oh, I like man. Captain Marvel. Do we need to go back to this. Movie. Oh, is it a top? Uh, is it a top ten movie? Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck this Deadpool yeah, we can thing. Transition yeah, let's to talk this. about it. Yes, I want to transition this because I don't want to leave any beef on the table. I want to make sure we settle beef. <laughs> we squash beef. Leave the beef off the table. Episode to episode. We're gonna eat all the beef. Okay, so let me. Here's here's my thing about Captain Marvel. Yes, say your thing. All right. It's not as if it was a terrible movie and it's not a terrible movie because it's a female lead or anything Mm. like that. Um, No. My biggest beef with Captain Marvel is Brie Larson. I just feel like I could have gotten a little bit more. Um, And I just feel like maybe the writing just didn't allow her to really go into what I thought Captain Marvel was going to be, which was this strong, which she she was, but I was expecting something more from the movie as a whole. Um, right. And I just, I was, didn't get it or I missed something. Um, <laughs> and I've seen it twice and I just still felt like I was missing something. And so that's why I feel like Captain Marvel is the worst, but the worst in comparison to like how great, in, how great MCU does with their movies. Like, sure. I also oh, yeah. feel like Iron Man 3 is also a, a shitty movie because it kind <sighs> of, it just, it didn't do anything justice to the, to, to any of the characters or anything like that. So I just, and fixing Tony Stark's heart didn't really mean shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of things in there that it just felt like a shitty and ending like a to lawyer a trilogy. Is taking notes for those of you who are going to it eventually just, watch just, this on just, the Patreon. It wasn't. It was not a satisfying ending to that trilogy. That's so fair. that's what it was for me. Now, and can I not to it? mention the fucking Hulk. Don't get me started on the fucking Hulk <laughs> in the MCU. They bullshitted him. They made him into a comedic relief. They never gave oh, him the rematch yeah, to Thanos. Yeah. They never they never acknowledged the idea of me, Bruce Banner and Hulk were beefing in Infinity War. They never acknowledged the fact they just that's said fair. that we fixed it and we're back together. I actually agree with that. So yeah. like that's why I'm 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 that like I'm being nitpicky, but also I hold them to a higher standard. Yeah. Can I ask a so, clarifying question, Brian, before you rebut uh, yeah. Marcus? Marcus, with Brie Larson, do you yes. feel like she was too, like, tongue-in-cheeky? Like, she was almost too, like, kind of sarcastic-y about it? Do you think it was that she didn't take the role – she didn't portray the role as serious as you wanted it to? Or what was it – I just want to no. make sure I understand it specifically. No, no, I think that it's the char- – maybe it's not the acting. Maybe it's the character's writing, which I think we need to start addressing a little bit more. Oh, for Uh, sure. When people start writing people into character roles, like she just seemed like a real, a little bit too, I don't know, chill. She was, he was really confident in the fact that you just got these goddamn powers. Like, damn, like you are, you are powerful than a damn scroll engine and your ass ain't even budging at the idea of being the strongest thing fucking walking. I just don't understand that. Okay. All right. Brian your chance brian with the rebuttal so the reason i really like captain marvel is because it explodes the origin story type trope of how we get superheroes and it almost in a way starts at the end and it works itself mm. back and i know for some people that didn't work and i totally get it for that style for me 
who has watched comic book movies more times than I can count. It was like that part, that formula was refreshing to me of finding yourself. And for me, when I read the Kelly DeConnick run of Captain Marvel comics, that's basically like a lot of what her run focused on was Captain Marvel. Yes, she's this very confident and powerful person, but she has a lot of like, I'm not going to say doubt, but she questions things a lot. And she's trying to find her place, not even in the Avengers, but in the world. And I think the reason I like the movie is because it, it delves into this like self discovery. And I, and I think one of the sacrifices that movie makes is like, well, you're not going to get this fully developed Captain Marvel that is like wry and sarcastic and is like cracking one-liners with Spider-Man and whatever. Um, is because she's like still figuring out she's like not, <laughs> she's not who she is. Okay. So in a way, I can understand how that's frustrating, but it works so much for me because she finds herself and the finale is just really satisfying to me of her blown up spaceships. Mm-hmm. Like that's just super satisfying to me after unlocking her power that that image of her like basically just enveloped in energy after she's captured is just, it really works for me. Sure. Um, okay. So I like how they turned the formula upside down and I liked how they showed how powerful that she became. I do agree, though. I kind of think we're saying the same thing, though, Marcus, of just like, you have this super powerful person, but she's like almost indifferent. She doesn't know. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. And I think that is a casualty of like, well, we don't fully know her yet. Right. And so that's why for me, it's a top 10. I see it. But I I also get it because I also get where you're coming from, though, because it was another origin story. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. right before... Infinity was it Infinity it was War and Endgame right before Endgame, and that right was one of my Endgame. other things yeah. was the last time we saw Captain Marvel was her origin story, and maybe we're not getting which I understand what you're saying, Brian. We don't get this complete character because we're still building on a we're building upon it. Right, that's fine. So yeah. when you say that, I get that perspective. But also, the last time I see you, we're not building upon it. But then when I see you in the future, you are the literal saving grace when it yes. comes to fighting Thanos, and it's like, wait a minute because you gave me one, you jumped from A to B. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait a minute, hold on. Damn, we didn't even get a sequel to you yet to in order to right, really right, understand right. how powerful you really are. Because yes, yeah. I love the fact that you're powerful, but like, I think I didn't really get a chance to invest in how powerful you really, really are. Sure. That's, that's actually a good point. That's fair. Yeah, that's entirely and fair. I will actually, so Iron Man 3, I enjoy for what it is, but I'm going to make a different point. I think that I would have happily traded out, like I would have put Captain Marvel like a little bit more forward in this Mm -hmm. whole, like how we ordered movies. Like I wish it wasn't so late. And I would have happily moved an Iron Man 3 down the road or um, any of like a lot of other movies here, like even a dark world down the road to make room for Captain Marvel at the beginning so that you could actually get to know her a little bit more. Because it's funny you bring that up because I have a friend that, I used to work with and she didn't watch Captain Marvel before Endgame and oh boy she was super confused she's like who is this lady punching yeah. spaceships <laughs> that's funny literally the same I mean yeah. the strongest person in the MCU right next to Hulk yeah. um I mean and maybe Scarlet Witch we and don't maybe, know and maybe Scarlet <laughs> yeah. Witch we don't know right so yeah that was yeah, yeah that, that's and, that and- I think the MCU definitely had this problem of when you have a bigger vision where you're leading up to a big bad like the Infinity Gauntlet and trying to tackle that story from a movie perspective, 
and you're making this a 10 year journey of trying to do that, there mm -hmm. are going to be some parts where you feel like you're like, I have to work this story in or view or, or it won't make sense. Yeah, and I think right. Thor Dark World falls into that trope of sure. you have to introduce the ether. You can't yeah. do this without the ether. How are we going to introduce it without the ether? Yeah. And Else. you went like, bam, elves. Got it. Good. Everybody square. All right. Congrats. We're good. Yeah. And then they move on. And then I think there are some others like Iron Man three of like, well, we need to show that uh, that Tony has a heart and that he's going to fix this. Eh, let's just figure this like, you know, like they, they kind of had to jam some of these in there yeah. to keep the momentum you um, over the Mandarin, the Mandarin. Like, damn. yeah, I mean, oh, my gosh. I love how they did Mandarin. I really? thought that was oh, my gosh. Oh, I yes. hated it. Okay. Oh, that was oh my because gosh. here's why I grew up watching the cartoon. Yes. yes. Back when he would break his suit out of the briefcase. Yep. And right. So because of that. I'm expecting the Mandarin that the Ten Rings, the Mandarin yep. Rings was has been rumored since Iron the first Iron Man. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And so I was expecting to get this, maybe not necessarily like Fing Fang Foom, but like maybe you right. give me the the this big bad and you have the perfect person cast it and you just knock it off like it's nothing then you give me this guy with his chest on fire i don't want to see that <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah well they it, did they, they did that same thing with um brainiac in in the the original incredible hulk that they did with edward norton bruh. They, they teased him and i was like man that you would be oh, really you, cool. brian you didn't know that do you remember that brian no brian listen are remember? we talking about like the leader the the oh sorry leader, the leader. yes that's he was the leader. Yeah, sorry yeah. leader yes oh no you're gonna i'm gonna have to watch that again oh, yeah, yeah, I, can't I missed that yeah, listen brian leader. when they go to the university yes. to help bruce get control of the hulk yeah hulk breaks loose and he yes. knocks over the doctor who was i believe was dr blue or doctor something it was a yeah. mr blue he was Mr. Blue. He knocks him over and the blood from the Hulk drips into his head and his head starts getting bigger like the leader. Oh my and the gosh. last thing you see and the last thing you see of him is him sitting there going like, oh, now this is interesting. And that's oh, wait, it. I missed that, part. that is the last I thing. I did not pick up on I that. I mean, that was right before the fight with ago. Abomination. So Abomination and, 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 and the Hulk are fighting. And after he jumps out his head is getting bigger and he goes oh that's interesting and oh, you never fucking hear from yes. him again because he gave a smirk <laughs> he did give a smirk and he said that exact line yep oh my never god but that, but that scene falls in there with these the incredible hulk scenes that set off yeah hulk trying to um bruce banner trying to kill himself in antarctica yeah. turning into yep. the hulk and then he's that's how they find the body of captain america like it's yes. all of these little that, that was a weird that was a weird part of the mcu when yeah. they just couldn't it was too much shit going. I love that movie, by the way. I love yeah, that. Movie. I, no, I, I, I mean, I might need to watch it again. I remember watching it in theaters, and it was all the hype around Iron Man. I yeah. I remember they put that Iron Man stinger there, and everyone yep. lost their mind. Yeah, because that was like the first time. So that so that other hint to that big villain got kind of overshadowed by the General Ross Tony conversation. <sighs> and now General Ross is about to be a fucking thunderbolt. I mean, they're going yeah. to introduce that, and so yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. In any case, uh, I, I think the last thing I'll part here with Captain Marvel, and I totally respect where you're coming from. And me People too. Like same here, like, Brian. Same here. Fine. Same here. I want to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch it now that you said that too. Well, now I feel like I need to watch Incredible Hulk for that. I feel like that's wild. <laughs> I missed that, but I feel like we can't talk about any of these movies. We're talking about Captain Marvel, yeah. But like the disservice to Black Widow, the fact that oh, like she had yeah. to die, and then it's yeah. like you have a movie now, Scarlett. Yeah. Now that you gave like, it your life for the 
the the series you get a movie like she like you can say whatever you want about her acting ability but she like she was there for like pretty much Mm -hmm. a majority of avenger movies or at least a lot of them that were based on earth and i can't believe they didn't get her movie figured out before they're like nah 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 new shiny object let's do captain marvel it's like i'm hello yeah i'm black widow i've been here since the start can i can i get a like anything that all woman team up i mean even wasted josh whedon fucking wasted like you wasted her character arc with corny one-liners they couldn't figure out if they wanted her to be russian or if they wanted her to have an english accent like which one is it and so um my friend brooke brings up a good point that if you take the lens of black widow's personality changes every movie based on the writers it does it It does it does i mean yeah and it's not like it's not that scarlett johansson can't act either like, do you remember oh, that right. movie? I mean, she oh. was up for an Academy. If anyone needs reminding, two. she was up for two Academy Awards this last season. One right. of them was for a gut-wrenching movie about divorce that she did with Adam Driver, and she yep. acted the shit out of that. And oh, she, so yeah. it, it wasn't the right. It was not the actor. It was Mm-mm. they. The they were just the not writing. committed to writing a good storyline for mm-hmm. her. Right. And yeah, in any case, I just want to acknowledge Black Widow because I feel like we know Captain Marvel has its moment and and it has its own things, but you can't talk about it without like acknowledging that Black Widow just was totally passed over for whatever reason. For sure. Yeah, completely agree. Well, that's been squashing the beef with films (laughs) in black and white. We squashed uh, some beef. Marcus and I are good, though. We're good. Yeah, yeah. we're always see, good. I see, but thing. that's what Films in Black and White is about. Like, we get to come up here and have these conversations, and it's not like yes. we're going to be mad at each other for no. it. I think that was, no. like, one of the first times we get to actually have, like, a like a debate about it. I, it was good. No, it was good. Ryan's going to start naming all of the enemy ships in, in, in his video game, like Marcus and Doug. And just <laughs> that is... up. That's how it's going to be. All right. Um, I'm going to start off the things that we have plugging. That's uh, a deep hatred right there to, yeah, to I mean, take the time to do that. That's a dark place. Uh, I'm going to close us out with what we're plugging this week. Um, the big thing that I want to plug is we've kind of hinted at it this episode, last episode, and otherwise. We are officially launching a Patreon. Um, we are going to – we have some a little bit of work to do to build out some of the tier stuff and some of the rewards. But if you love our podcast, um, we will give you the cue, and we need yeah. you to just check out and subscribe to that Patreon because you are going to help us continue to turn out the great content that you know and love for films in black and white. And then secondly, leave us a review – Leave it, even if it's just a star rating, it helps yeah. us grow. It helps get more attention to it. Um, and so we're super, super need you for that. Um, and then I'm going to let these two go, and I will drop some big news for next week. So let's oh. go with Brian. Brian, what do you got? What do you got plugging this week? So as always, I am promoting thelovenerds.com. Oh, yeah. We- Yes, we, uh, I always encourage you all to go to that website, check out everything. But the one thing I'm going to preview here is that uh, later this month, we're going to be having some, well, Maggie, Maggie's doing it. She's creating some SVG bundles. So if you're, if you have a cricket or a silhouette, you can create those designs and, we're, and she's working on some Halloween ones. So That's there's fire. some good cool. stuff there. There's already some existing stuff on the website you can check out, but if you're probably if you're if you're staying home, maybe you're not going out as much. Yeah. Make your own shirt. It's yeah. a blast. It's fun. It's easy if you have one of those machines. You can go to the website, check that out. Super cool. Listen, super super cool. Actually, go to the website and look at. It. I mean, it's really a lot of cool stuff on there. Like you really, yeah. It's a yeah. lot of things up there that you really should check out, and I think it's really dope. Like I went to go look at the website, and that's really cool. Oh, shucks, Marcus. Yeah, oh yeah, cool. no, it's yeah, no, we support we support yeah. our friends here. Yeah, Marcus, what do you got? 
Um, I am going to say once again, shout out to the beautiful, the phenomenal, the songstress supreme, Maya Lene. Shout out to you. I love you, sis. Um, you know, this is absolutely well deserved. Yeah, this is yeah, okay. I got you. Yeah, it'll be this is absolutely well fucking deserved. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Big big blessings over your life. Um, shout out to Soul Tie. So Soul Tie in about three days. This was like a week ago, but he hit like 200 plays in, in the span of three oh, days. Yeah on spotify nice. and Super so big. shout out to soul tie our artists on there um it's a lot of shit happening you know what i'm saying listen this is what i'm saying i'm gonna say i had a rough week yeah i had a rough week i had a rough yesterday um still just trying to get through some things and rinse some things out of my system from that week and but i'm back and i'm better and like you are going to be okay you know what I'm saying? Like, we're we going to have days where it's going to kick our ass. And sometimes you got to get your ass kicked to be humbled. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, I got really humbled this week. But also I got fueled up and ready to go and ready to keep going. And, and oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, your fuel should never be to prove the people wrong. Your fuel should be to just do the best that you can as best you can because yeah. you can. Yeah. And so, like, you just got to remember that moving forward in life. And um, it, it's going to get better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Give yourself yeah. some credit. Make sure it's a balance of give yourself some credit and also putting your foot on the gas and challenging yourself and pushing yourself to do better. Yeah. So, um, you know the mantra, never offended, always humble. You know what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. But y'all, you know that, though. Um, um, the other thing, got, go ahead. Oh, okay, before you make your announcement, I got theme music for you. So let me know when you're making your announcement. I So I want to do one thing before I make my announcement. And I want to just say um, – a really quick, uh, there's a friend of the podcast, a close friend, brother of Marcus's, who has his family's going through a tough time. Um, and yeah. I just want to say that we're, we are thinking about him. We For are sure. hope that his family experiences peace. That's a really, really tough loss. Um, and so just, I, I've been thinking about it and I, I hope if he's listening that he appreciates it and that he, he eventually gets that peace eventually. Cause I can't even begin to imagine um, mm. losing a family member like that. So yeah. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers. Ooh, now yeah, I'm going to make my a, announcement to kind of read to Chuck, man. Yeah, rest for sure. Chuck, rest in peace to Chuck. So we are going to go now. Announcement? Big announcement, big there announcement. Go. I got you. All right. Everybody hold on to your socks. I'm ready. I'm not wearing it. All right. Here's what we got. So next week, we are going to bring the one and only Charlie Jewell from the Cinema Class podcast to join us on the episode. So a little bit about Charlie. Charlie, like I said, hosts the Cinema Clash with his co-host Hannah Buckdahl. Um, he also um, puts all of his episodes out on Radio St. Pete. Um, he is a member of the Washington, D.C. Area Film Critics Association um, and just kind of a really kind of official critic. So he's going to actually hopefully class up the joint a little bit. And next week, he is going to watch and dissect Save Yourselves, a movie that is available on Amazon and elsewhere on video on demand. So he is going to join us for the next week's episode to break that movie down. So, yeah, super cool. Yeah, for yes. sure. And if, you not, if you're not familiar with this stuff, uh, it's Cinema Clash. Uh, that's the podcast. Yep. It is definitely on Spotify. That's where I listen yeah, to it. I do too. It's about a half hour. Good mm -hmm. recap. Oh, uh, yeah. Really good energy. So go and check his stuff out. Really good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so he'll join us next week and we'll take a little bit of a deep dive into Save Yourselves, which is a great movie on uh, Video On Demand. So as always, there's some important things that we need to do remind the people drink a glass of water preferably a today 
uh, just to make sure you stay hydrated. Take take only Brian's advice and read a book because I'm not reading anything. Uh, try to read a book. Just try. Just read a book. Open a book. Or, I mean, if you want to set the bar low, a newspaper article is also fine. Just read. But more importantly, get your favorite loofah. Turn on some smooth jazz. Adjust yourself. Make sure that water is a comfortable 99.9 degrees. Get up in it with just yourself looking. No one else watching. If you want to bring somebody else, whatever floats your boat, just make sure you wash your ass. It doesn't matter to me. Just get up in it. That is... <laughs> Yo, the idea of listening to smooth jazz while washing your ass with a loofah, that's either romantic or sick as hell. I don't know which one. <laughs> a little bit of B, maybe. Um, yeah, so that's what we got. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, we'll be breaking down Save Yourselves with Charlie next week. In the meantime, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Films in Black and White. The gang will be back next week to review the movie Save Yourselves with a very special guest. You can stay up to date on all the Films in Black and White news by following us on social media, Films in Black and White at Facebook and Instagram, or Films in B underscore W on Twitter. You can also catch all of the latest information by following us at filmsinblackandwhite.com. In the meantime, stay safe. We love y'all, we appreciate y'all, and we will catch y'all next week. <laughs>